the passage that I read to the kids out of 1 Samuel, um, I, I kind of told you the story of David being selected as king, as an unlikely candidate to become king. And the theme verse for the blueprint trip this summer comes out of that passage. And I just want to read that verse to you. Um, and then we're going to sort of hopefully demonstrate to you these words from Scripture were at work and alive this week here in San Antonio, and hopefully this will be fruitful for all of us to just kind of see how God was moving. So I'm just going to read a clip from 1 Samuel chapter 16. Uh, The entire context is there for you because I am a context guy. That's kind of my thing. So I print it there. If You're welcome to, to read the whole story. I think you got a pretty good overview. But as Samuel goes to look for the next king of Israel, God tells him this. The Lord said to Samuel, do not look on his appearance or on the height of his stature, because I have rejected him. For the Lord sees not as man sees. Man looks on the outward appearance, but the Lord looks on the heart. And so this principle that God uses unlikely people to sort of prove his word in the world. And so let's try to give you a little bit of an overview of uh, what happened on the trip. Who would like to do that? Lois, how you feeling? All right. So can you just give us a quick rundown of what the... Uh, actionable items were on the trip? What was it like? What were we doing? We were on week seven of houses that mostly had been worked on for six weeks before, starting at the top with shingles. So what stays inside is dry beyond that. Then all the things that have been damaged by bad water issues. So drywall, ceilings, walls, flooring, all the stuff that gets damaged in substandard situations. Um, Painting, minor carpentry. These are the things that we're doing. They have big guns who actually change out water heaters and toilets and bigger things that are also happening this week and last week and in the future. Mm -hmm. Um, But we were doing the doable tasks. And for a homeowner to qualify for assistance through Blueprint Ministries, their annual income has to be at or below one and a half times the poverty level, which is a pretty low number in terms of annual income. Um, and some of us still have a little primer in our hair. That's, that's proof right there. War paint. Yeah, war paint. Um, but uh, so we were, we were multiplied out into three different teams, sent to multiple work sites. And <clears throat> so each of those teams would have a set of tasks inside, usually inside, sometimes outside the home that we were serving. And then Blueprint is a... A ministry that took an old church on uh, south of downtown uh, Steve's and Presa or something like that Presa South Presa and something or other but it's um, they've converted the old sanctuary into a dormitories a cafeteria is in the basement a couple levels of dormitory above that and then the old chapel is their meeting area and then they have a warehouse out back that they store the drywall and the paint and the mud and all the supplies they need. And so each team is sent out with a work box. 
every morning to their job site with the supplies and tools that they need. It's very well organized, actually. It's quite impressive. Um, and so what I would like for each of our trip participants to do at this time is, uh, here, let me start here. And um, If you can just give us one way in which you saw God moving perhaps in an unlikely way or through an unlikely person or circumstance and just share with us one uh, way during the week in which you saw Jesus uh, on this trip and then we'll go from there. So lucky you, Alex, you're up first. All right. So I saw Jesus this trip and just all of us working together for one common goal and just working so amazingly to help other people in need and just, just really moved me. Uh, I saw Jesus on in my team and how much they worked in such a hot condition with no AC at all. It wasn't fun. I saw God and how my team interacted when we did our devotions, like praying and sharing. I saw God work through the leaders, uh, and I think they were like really patient with us, and they led us really well, and yeah. I also saw God through my leaders, and it was just amazing how well they were able to work with us and how good their instruction was and how you know, easy it was, the connection between all of us and our team. Um, I saw God through all my like interns and then all like the rest of the hopesters. Um, and as well as when we were doing the houses. Everyone wasn't complaining. We were all just like having a good time. Um, I saw God through the energy we all had to work and like keep going and like we like never like stopped. It was amazing. Yeah, I saw God in the way that everybody like sucked it up and got the job done even though everybody was pretty tired and it was hot out there, but we fixed everything anyways. I saw God in uh, how we all worked together and got the job done without really complaining that much. Um, our, we had group, I was in group three and we were a group of siblings. Um, so I saw God and how he, he helped us all work together because that is extremely unlikely that a group of siblings would actually be able to work together. So I saw that and, um, my dad played hooky. Um, and so that his role was kind of pushed onto a lot of our leaders. Um, and so I saw a lot of our, like, a lot of our youth, even the ones that you wouldn't expect, um, step into that role of being a leader and taking up his position when he wasn't here. So I, I saw God in two unlikely ways. One, Sydney just mentioned, on our team, in the past when we've done these trips, we've tried to separate siblings. If, you know, parents, would you agree it's wise to separate? Yes. Okay. So um, for whatever the reason, we didn't. And I had Sydney and Annie. I had Calvin and Wesley, and I had Eric and Izzy, and they all worked great together. That is incredibly unlikely, but they actually made fabulous pairings, fabulous. I know you don't believe me, but it it is true. It really did. It really did. So that was one way. Um, And then the other way is um, kind of about me. I'm kind of... I know this is shocking. I'm kind of a perfectionist. I'm kind of like spilled. I know, I know, I know. So, no, really, believe me, I am. But I, I kind of went into this week like 
repurposing to make it about the kids more and to make it less about me. And that means if I show them how to do it and they are now doing it, I need to turn around and walk out of the room and let them do it. And guess what happened? They did great. It wasn't about me. It didn't have to be anything. So um, that was um, humbling and absolutely beautiful and incredibly unlikely. I would say I saw Jesus this week in the Blueprint staff and interns. Uh, they were totally dedicated to us the whole entire week. There like wasn't a moment they didn't want to spend with us. And like they're spending the whole summer doing that, and I have great respect for that. Uh, I saw God in an unlikely situation this week with actually the situation I was put in. As a youth leader, I thought I was going to get in charge of one or two groups, but Kathy, the other leader in my group, um, had one-on-one talks with the homeowner, and she couldn't really do anything for two or three days. So I was in charge of four to five sophomore guys and trying to get them to listen to me. There was ups and downs, but being as the leader, I learned stuff about them, and they taught me stuff that probably wouldn't happen if, I was just with one or two of them. Yes, things worked out a lot better than I expected. The kids, <laughs> well, and uh, just uh, show them what to do, and uh, when they do it, just, you know, like uh, Lois said, walk away and let them take care of it, and uh, that worked very well. Um, kind of had a little uh, bit of not letting them do it on the first day, all by themselves, but after that, it worked out well. Um, the amount we got accomplished was uh, a lot, and the homeowners, I believe, uh, were really blessed by that, and it's foundation for the next teams to come in and finish up. Um, I saw God in unity and perseverance. My group worked really well together, and Scott was putting us splitting us between two rooms, and so I was with different people every day and people that I didn't know very well, and we just got along really well and leading devotionals. um, I led a few, and the response that I got from my group members and the conversations that we had were really meaningful. I want to expand a little bit more um, on the groups. We were in three different groups. So if you were, just so you can kind of see who was working together, if you were in uh, team one, raise your hand. So you can kind of see um, the people that were put together for team one. That was your team. And Scott Scott was leading that team. Um, Team two. And some of of our team two is not here. and then team three, the sibling team. <laughs> so um, I, was, uh, I was on team two, and it was, uh, I, I mean, how many years have we done missions trips? 23 years? Something like that. Probably one of the more... <laughs> Challenging in terms of the circumstance of the homeowner, is that what you're trying to say? Um, so, um, team two um, stepped into a situation where there were, um, it was a family of four um, living in probably the equivalent of less than 400 square feet of living space, um, five dogs, and CPS is involved with this family. Don't forget the rats. There were many of those. 
And so the rest of the house was essentially in a sort of condemned state. So what Kevin was saying, I, I spent a lot of time with the single mom whose oldest child is 16, and then she has an 11-year-old and a 5-year-old, um, and then a 4-month-old. And I worked um, a lot with her, especially the first two days, getting her own living area basically acceptable so that CPS would let her stay there and keep her children. Um, So just kind of sort of counseling her and encouraging her. Um, She's just a little overwhelmed. Wonderful lady, but just life just kind of has taken some harsh turns, and she's just overwhelmed. And so while I was doing that for the first at least day and a half of working with her, and, uh, and the Powells brought me some organizational things that I was able to put to use to organize the baby stuff and things like that. Um, What our team was doing was transforming this space um, into what what was usable space. And we literally at one point created a fake wall. Um, We got a door and we put up a temporary wall so that we could then expand her living area into safe places that the family could be versus the sort of construction zone unsafe. And and so it was interesting. It was a very challenging week because on top of what we were doing, um, CPS was involved, and so we were having to sort of accommodate our work with what their needs were. And we, you know, I think when Lois divided the teams, we didn't really know where we were going. And my team had the benefit of Dean showing up. So Dean gave up four days of his week and would drive down, probably 45-minute drive or an hour, I don't know, from his home. And Demigod Dean is his new nickname. And so we had all of the older boys on on our team. We were hanging drywall on the ceiling. If you've ever done that, it's just shockingly hard, Uh, but we drywalled really the equivalent of about three rooms, including a kitchen and all the little cutouts, and we laid new flooring. Um, So there was no AC. There was hardly any windows. We So it was just amazing, like, what the team actually accomplished in the midst of what I would just call sort of emotional chaos kind of swirling around us in this house. But in the midst of that, this was probably the most peaceful week I think I've ever spent on a work site in 23 years. Does that have any correlation with me not being there for most yeah. of the trip? <laughs> but so I just, it, it, God totally showed up this week um, for this team and just kind of came over me and gave me the words to say and the ways to encourage this lady and to get to know her. And at the same time, using Dean um, just to help, oh, you know, we had another college leader as well, and Kevin was one of our leaders. And just what they accomplished, I can't even tell you how much we got done. It was astounding. Um, Alex Toms on the end, just another rock star. We had several boys that just really stepped it up. And um, so it was, and, and Tim, Tim's here, 
Uh, London, London, who is not able to be here today, if those of you know London, London just did a lot of work with me on um, helping the lady and cleaning her room and mopping and um, it was just, it was just really the 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 work was very it was really hard this week but it was it was an amazing amazing week and I'm so glad I went. So those that know me know I'm very task oriented. And the house we had, we had two rooms that we needed to do. And during the first two days, things were not going at the pace I would like them to be. And it was funny, Tuesday night during our devotional, one of the questions that was posed to each of us is, what are you struggling with long-term and what are you struggling with this week? And I had written down I was struggling with focusing on getting the tasks done versus the relationship with the homeowner and the relationship with the youth. Well, God in his infinite wisdom and sense of humor had decided we didn't quite have enough things go wrong. So Wednesday, if it could go wrong, it went wrong. From us showing up and the homeowner not being there and not being able to get into the job site to more spilt paint, and needing to take one of the youth back to Blueprint because they weren't feeling good. And I'm like, okay, we'll have an early lunch. I'm going to give them the go over the Devo, which uh, devotional time the youth do every day during lunch. So I leave, come back, find out, no, they couldn't do the Devo because I had the Devo in my car when I left to go to Blueprint. And... The youth had spent the time having lunch and just sitting and talking and sharing. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm back. Let's get back to work. Well, we can't because the homeowner decided that they wanted to eat lunch at that time in the room where we have all our stuff. So we went ahead and did the Devo. And this was one of the devotionals that Ashley led. And to see the youth share and truly share and talk about their struggles and their journey of faith and where they are and how they came together. And it just tied into this theme of being unlikely, how each one of us on this trip was unlikely, but yet God was using each one of us. And that made my whole week right there to just see the youth really break down, open up, be vulnerable, share their faith journey, where they're at. In the end, God took care of everything. We ended up completing the two rooms. If you told me Wednesday morning we were going to complete, absolutely would not have been a chance we would have got done, but we did. Thanks, Scott. You know, I think the amazing thing about these trips is that they they center around these tasks but what really happens is in the the relationships and the spiritual growth that takes place while those tasks are trying to be figured out and uh and frustrated and all these you know unexpected things take place and to see these young men and women coming together against obstacles and overcoming things and and really 
uniting behind the mission to extend the gospel in our own city is powerful. And so uh, perhaps some unlikely candidates, I'm not looking at anyone in particular, you know, but um, that, that we all are uh, these unlikely choices that God would use to do his will and his work in this world and that he uses us in spite of ourselves to accomplish his goals and build his kingdom. And so uh, if you will uh, pray with me and then I want to acknowledge some other folks. Uh, so let's just say a quick prayer. Father God, thank you for uh, these youth. Thank you for their commitment to you, for your commitment to them and the calling that you have on each of their lives to serve you and to glorify you through the way they live. And I thank you for this past week and the ways in which uh, you grew each one of us and the ways in which you used uh, these unlikely candidates to extend your kingdom here in San Antonio. We pray uh, for the homeowners and their families whom we served that your uh, grace and love would be real to each one of them as they uh, look at the transformation that has occurred inside their homes. Uh, may it be a symbol of the transformation that you want to bring about in each of our hearts. And Lord, uh, thank you again, and just we pray your blessing on each uh, family represented here today that we would uh, continue to serve you and extend your grace and your gospel in this world. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Before you all uh, sit down, um, I want to acknowledge just a couple other folks. Laura, you came down uh, to Blueprint a couple evenings, right? And then Ross and uh, Jill, Amber as well, came down. And uh, y'all served dinner, basically. And uh, any, what was that like? Um, I, I mm-hmm. Well, thank you for doing that, and I know uh, in the midst of a long week, it's refreshing to see a familiar face. Um, nice. And my response every day would have been ice cream. Um, why not? Um, and just, this is kind of strange, but uh, I was at a softball game, a high school softball game this past season, and I was sitting by another parent, and she was asking, like, what are y'all doing this summer? And I told her about the Blueprint trip, and she's like, that sounds really cool. And I said, it really is, and you can actually go down there and volunteer any time. And so she contacted them, and so Annie uh, is coming in for dinner one evening, and there's a girl she goes to school with and her parents who are serving dinner, and they had no idea, like, the Annie's friend's parents had no idea Annie was there that week, it just happened to be, you know, the same week they came down to volunteer. We were there, and um, and 
so just encourage you, you can look into that if you're interested, or next year when we, if we do this again, uh, we encourage you to come down, which we will, and uh, be a part of it in that way if you can. So, And while the worship team is returning to the stage, I'll just tell you one uh, little story that, I, that amused me. Um, Alex Toms was, was, you know, in the morning, they have members of each team sit down and make sandwiches for everyone. So they take your order at breakfast, you write the sandwich you want on a Ziploc bag, and then whoever's on your team is making sandwiches, they just look at that Ziploc bag, they make that sandwich, they stuff it in the bag, they put it in the lunchbox, right? So Alex Toms is walking by, and whoever's making sandwiches says, you know, hey, Alex, what, what, do you, what kind of sandwich do you want today? It's like, oh, whatever, just everything. So they're like, okay, peanut butter, ham, jelly, cheese, turkey. He ate it. He ate it. I was there for lunch. He ate it. I saw him. So, yep. Was it good? It was pretty good? All right. Very good. Um, so, all right. Great blessing to be a part of that. Uh, even if I was only part of it for a day, I was on a fishing trip for most of that. So, but God will forgive me. There's plenty of grace in heaven for that. I don't know if Lois will, but God will. So, uh, all right. Can y'all take it from there? <laughs>